0: dying he said and by the way it's appointed once in a man to die all all men are going to die there's nobody in here that's going to make it we're all going to die but we're going somewhere and so the same way we're going somewhere I'm going somewhere if you hold on a minute he said be thou strong therefore and show thyself a man that's that's some heavy words in the day we live in isn't it I, I have a preacher friend he told me his little four year old granddaughter come home the other day four years old it was only that she had to do a questionnaire and it said what gender do you associate with i mean that's that's the society we're in but god said to solomon show thyself a man hey fellas stand up we're men god's made us that way and he said and keep the charge of the lord thy god to walk in his ways to keep his statutes and his commandments, and his judgments, and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all thou doest, and whithersoever thou turnest thyself, that the Lord may continue his word which he spake concerning me, saying, If thy children take heed to their way, to walk before me in truth with all their heart, and with all their soul. Our Father, we thank you for this portion of Scripture. I thank you for a man of God you've placed right here. He's been my friend. Lord, he's he's been a help to me so many times. And God, not just to me, but to this community, to this church. And I pray your blessings upon him. Touch him and his precious wife and these precious children, his grandchild. I, I know, God, you've got plans and reason and purpose for all things. And we pray that all things would resound to your great glory. In Jesus' name we pray and amen. Be seated. I I, I want to, uh, I have a thought. It's not much of a thought, but it's a little thought. And and here it is. He's God's man. He's talking about Solomon here. He's God's man. Listen, God had some things he going to do with Solomon. He was going to unite a kingdom. He was going to bring things together. Uh, but Solomon refused that. Listen to me. Solomon refused that, and so uh, he, I wrote this down. Uh, it said, "The man that acknowledges God in his heart will prosper in his journey." That's that's for me. I mean, that's just what that's what I've read these years out of the Scripture. That's what God has said. Acknowledge Me, and He said, "I'll give you the desires of your heart." And that's what that's what we want to do is to acknowledge God. It's not always easy. Hey, hey, when. Uh, When the world's having a good time, it's not always easy to say, you know, I'm not going there. I'm a child of God. Uh, I'm not doing that. Uh, That won't honor the Lord. Uh, It's not always easy to say, would you give your heart to Jesus? Uh, It's not always easy to say, uh, that's wrong. not always easy to say that. And for a pastor to stand up and say, we're not going that way because it's not right, it's very difficult. And and I'd say this, a preacher gets in trouble as often as any little boy's ever got in trouble. Just because he stood on what's right. And little boys do it because they stand on what's not right. <laughs> I got in a few of few them scrapes myself. But listen, when when we became a man, we put away childish things. And and so here's some truths that, that are in my heart. First of all, uh, he is a man called... Uh, Brother Shane was called to this work. I, I've talked to him a little bit over the years. Probably more than a little bit, wouldn't you think? Probably a little more than a little bit. And he's he's been a, a student of mine, and, and I want to say I'm very proud of him. I, I wish I wish all my students were doing as well as uh Stonewall Jackson. Is that what he said? <laughs> I like that. Amen. Yeah. And uh I wish all my students had done that well, but they have not. Many have kicked out, many have gone away. Way of the world. Many have gone and compromised upon the word of God. Uh, they they found theirself in positions and places. But let me say this to you: Every man, every man here, but Shane, I'm saying this to you: You're gonna die one day, and you're gonna face God. Yes, sir. Death of this body. We're not gonna die, but this body's gonna die. And we're gonna lay this old body down. And we're gonna stand. Everybody here, you're gonna stand before God and give an account. And are we pleased with what we're gonna to have to say to the Lord? Uh, I heard a good preacher say the other day, he said, when I get to the pearly gates and Peter asks me, well, that's, that sounds good, but Peter ain't going to ask you. It's not up to Peter. Hey, it's up to God. It's what we've seen, where we've been, how we've yielded to the truths of God. Listen, I can't, I can't do anything, but God can do all things through me. Uh, and, uh, and preacher said that earlier he said we limit God and that's exactly what we do but everybody's going to die and David knew his time was coming and David knew he wanted to set the record straight of what he had said that would happen and what would take place and he did that, amen he said to Solomon, you'll be the king and, and he knew that's what God wanted uh, and, and so Solomon surrendered his life and submitted himself uh, to the authority and uh, the authority was the king Amen. We got an authority. Yeah. He's the king. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'll tell you one day, the kings are coming. Yeah. He, he may put it off. You know, there's many parables and many ideas and thoughts and stories and scripture that remind us that he's coming. Yeah. Hey, he may, he may delay his coming for a while, but he is coming. Yeah. And it looks as much like now as it's ever looked. Oh, yeah. The coming of the Lord. There's going to be a one world church. There's going to be a one-world government. Does this sound like it's coming together? Hey, listen, Christ's church is going to go apostate. Hey, I'm going to tell you, all this seems like it's happening, and Christ is coming. Yes, Hold the fort, dear brother. Hold the fort. Hey, I'm glad there's an oasis in, uh, in Landrum, South Carolina, that we can find God and seek His Word and, and find His will and understand his ways hey his ways are far above our ways that doesn't mean we can't understand some things hey, I don't understand at all I don't understand how God is uh, uh, three persons in one but he is I'll tell you death is coming and, and, uh, I, and David says that uh, he said I'm going the way of the earth hey friend I'm going the way of the earth I'm going to die one day. I, I've got a birthday coming up just in a few days. And, uh, and one day I won't have another one. Yeah. Might be this one. Yeah, sir. You say, is that all right with you? It's all right with me. Be, be real nice if we could all just pack up and go together. Yeah. I, 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 tell, I tell you, there's still some I'd like to see get saved or go. Uh, and, and I pray that'll happen. But uh, listen, death is coming. So prepare yourself. And that's what the man of God's trying to do. Is help you get ready. Hey, he's preaching to you truth. He's concerned about your life. Hey, listen to this. He loves you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, it's going to take real strength in these last days. He said, be thou strong therefore. Who, who, did, uh, who, do, you, who do you think of when you hear that? Be as strong and have good courage. Uh, my son said, Joshua. Amen, sounds just like Joshua, don't it? He said, God said to him, he said, Joshua, be strong and of a good courage. Why? Because the battle is raging. Hey, you say, well, don't say there'll be no battle around me. Well, you ain't got in yet then. Because if you know Christ, there's a battle. Hey, there's a battle for your soul. There's a battle for the souls of men and women about you and around you. Hey, if the the devil don't care if you get saved, he just don't want you to take anybody with you. And that's what the man of God's trying to do, is help you understand it's your duty, it's our responsibility to help others find Christ. Amen. You're going to have to be strong. And you're going to have to be sure. He said, show thyself a man. Hey, these are days you're going to have to... He said, he said Solomon, I want you to stand up like a man. I want you to do what men would do. That's to be strong. That's to be courageous. And i tell you, that's what I've seen in this man. You have too. He'll preach a word. What was the old saying? He didn't care for the hair, lip, the Pope. (laughs) That's all right too, ain't it? And then, listen, not only he is a man called, but he is a man convicted. Solomon had some convictions at this time in his life. And let me say this, it's easy to lose your convictions. Real easy. I, hey, hey! I, I had a, a, a fellow, and, and he's a good man, still a good man, loves God. And he started going to an university, a university, a, a state-run university. And there was some Methodist preachers there taking some of the classes he's in. And there's women preachers. So I'll say it this way, women pastors. And he started saying, you know, I, I, they're good people. I said, son, I know they're good people. This world's full of good people. i tell you, some of the best people I know didn't have a clue who God was. They'd help you. They'd help anybody if they knew him or didn't know him, They'd stop on the side of the road and help somebody who's in distress. But they didn't know Jesus. i tell you, you don't have to know Jesus to be a good person. But let me say this, that being a good person won't get you to Jesus. There's going a lot of good people going to stand before God one day and say, didn't we, didn't we do good? And he's going to say, depart from me. I didn't know you. So this is a man of convictions. I, I, I need to read this to you. I, I believe it will help you. This is, um, don't you like the book of Psalms? Wasn't that a great book? Usually when I struggle to get something to preach, I just go, to Psalm. <laughs> it'll preach anything. Hey, listen, and this is about the Word of God. Psalm 119. You're familiar with that psalm. It's the longest psalm in the Bible. He said in verse number one, he said, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Listen, that's what he's talking about, our walk. He said... Uh, Blessed are they that keep his testimonies, and that seek uh, him with their whole heart. They also do no iniquity; they walk in his ways. You say, how can you keep from sinning? Uh, get close to God, because if you're tempted, hey, those temptations will be uh, will be revealed to you. It's 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 easy to fall. And, and you know, when you fall, have you, you, ever, you ever seen somebody physically fall? You know what they do? If they're all right, they get up and look around and see if anybody's looking. You know why? Because somebody's looking. Somebody's watching your every step. Somebody's watching your every move. And listen, you may not believe this, but somebody's wanting you to fall. They get a laugh out of it. They get a joke out of it. It's funny to them. I'll tell you, falling's not a, not a funny matter. And so here's what he said. He said, they also do no iniquity. Why? Because they walk in his ways. Listen, they're close to God. They understand the word of God and the ways of God and the will of God. They understand. They listen to the preacher. I wish I could say to you every time I preach, everybody listens. Brother Bain was saying he wished everybody got saved. I just wish they'd listen, Brother Bain. We was at a meeting the other day, and the preacher said, hey, I'm telling you the truth. Somebody's sitting right back there using their telephone. They're texting. In church? Boy, I got quiet. I'm going to tell you, Phil text driving down the road. That text in the church house. Don't fool yourself. He said, Thou that commanded us to keep his precepts diligently. That means go after it. Get with it. Go on. He said, oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed? Listen, Jesus said if we're ashamed of him, he'd be ashamed of us. He said, when I have respect unto all thy commandments, I will praise thee with uprightness of heart, and when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. Did he say learned? Sounds like school to me. How many in here really loved school? A few. That's a few. That's good. I'm glad they some lo- loved it. Amen. I didn't. <laughs> That's what I said. It only took me 15 years to go to, through 12 grades. <laughs> I did graduate, though, from high school. Didn't know I'd need it, and I needed it. Hey, listen, there came a time I needed it. And, and so he said, "Learned." And he said, I will keep thy statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. Sounds like the psalmist had felt forsaken in his life. You ever felt forsaken? You ever felt like nobody cared? You ever felt like just having a, what do they call that, a pity party? You ever had one of them preachers? I have too. I said, nobody likes me. And you know what the truth was? Nobody did. Nobody liked me, but God did. Hey, God more than liked me. He loved me. And I found out this, when I struggled, and, and you have, yes, and you will some more, yes, but God's good. Yeah, God, God. I'll tell you what, in our struggles, that's when God reveals himself with great power. Oh, yeah. hey, he will. Hey, listen, when you when you think all's lost, that's when hope really starts to abound. And so the psalmist uh, was interested in and. In, revealing to us the truth of conviction. I, there's some other things in this in this uh, book of 1 Kings that he says. L- listen to what he said. Uh, Keep the charge of the Lord thy God. Preacher, were you, were you ordained? Did they give you a charge? Did, didn't they? Give a church a charge too, didn't they? Hey, hey there's a reason. That's because we need to know what our duties and responsibilities are. Your pastor's duties and responsibilities not to hold your hand while you're having an ingrown toenail cut out. He's to look out for your souls. I'd much rather have a man of God that's more interested in preaching to me than holding my hand while I'm going through some minor. Hey, listen, it's, the man said it's only minor when it's on somebody else. I've had anger on toenail, it's not fun. But I didn't call my preacher and said, pray for me. I've got to go to the doctor tomorrow and get it cut out. You know what I did? I went to the doctor tomorrow and got it cut out. And God helped me. I want to tell you what's what God wants to do is help you. Amen. Help you spiritually. How hey, you can do all things through Christ. You can't do it on your own. You can't. Brother Tony on Sunday school this morning told us we need each other. We need one another. Because you can't do it. Hey, listen, I'm glad somebody prayed for me. And I'm glad it got to a place where I could pray for myself. And when you pray for yourself, you can pray for somebody else. He said, keep the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes. I looked that up and uh, the statutes, you know what he's really talking about here? He's talking about the commandments of the Lord. I- I've seen this in my children. I've got four boys. I believe, I don't know, because I didn't have any girls, but I believe I believe boys are easier girls. Mama could say something to them and they'd 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 rebel against mama, but daddy'd say something to them and they'd stop. Isn't that funny? I don't mean funny, ha ha. I mean funny, funny. It is odd, isn't it? He said he said and his commandments. I, I can't help but read some of these to you. I I don't know if I know all of them or not. Um but in Deuteronomy, we find, what is that? What are those commandments called? Somebody say it? Ten Commandments? Yeah, yeah, yeah Ten Commandments. That's what I want you to say, Ten Commandments. I, I don't know if I know them all. I, I tell you the truth, I probably, probably at some place and point in my life I've I've broken every one of them. I was asking Brother Randy, I said, how, how old were you, Brother Randy? How old are you? And he told me, and I said, I told him how old I was and and, and we both grew up about the same time in the hippie world and generation. It's been an abomination to America. Still is. Hey, listen, that dope smoking crowds running our our world, our country now. Hey, listen, the Lord said, uh, Thou shalt have none other gods before me. Pretty good commandment, isn't it? He went on to say this. He said... uh, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. You say, what is that about, preacher? Simply this, we we, we need to get settled in and, and, and situated upon how mighty and how holy and how wonderful God is. You see, the world don't believe that. They just use his name. Listen, he said, keep the Sabbath day to sanctify it. As the Lord thy God hath commanded thee. Preacher, this is really the truth. When I when I first got saved, they cooked their food on Saturday. Didn't buy gas, didn't go out, didn't do anything on Sunday. You say that's old fashioned. I'm gonna tell you what, God was working in those days. An old preacher I, I talked to him recently, he's seventy eight. And he said, Brother John, there's a time when I could take any text. Read that text and preach a revival and 30 people would get saved. Remember those days? I, I remember going here and J. Harold Smith preach. I, I remember this, brother. And hundreds of people would get saved. I remember going here and even preach God's three deadlines. And there must have been a thousand people there. And, and he finally got up and said, don't try to come to the altar. You can't get there. You know why? Everybody was there. He said, just bow where you're at and I'll help you. Have you seen that lately? Brother 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 Bain, do you see that anywhere? Not here in America, do you? Not like that. We've got got food, we've got finances, we got it all under control. We got nice homes. And listen, I'll tell you, there's nothing wrong with a nice home. There's nothing wrong with having food, good food. That was good food today. You know what? That's the best meal I had all day. I ain't going to go too far because I got a good wife, a good cook. You do too, brother. So you better quit laughing yourself. <laughs> hey, listen. It is. It's really. It's true that, uh, that, that God, hey, we, we don't need God. Do we? Yes, we do. We're in a desperate fix for a, a Holy Ghost stirring, moving revival in America. Preacher, it was really true. There's a time when this place would be full. They'd be standing outside. I, I went to a church many years ago and they just built a new church and it was slap. I mean, running over full. And one of the fellas said, I don't regret building. I just regret we didn't build it bigger. But if they don't need the room now. Things have changed. Hey, I'm telling you. God's the same yesterday. God's the same God that you served when we, when we was in a building that shook when we stood up. I, I remember Brother Bob McCurry jumping through this place and I thought he was going to fall down it didn't know and that's the God that said to this man build a new one I remember coming by here preacher and it, y'all just dug the basement and it was full of water and I called him and I said what y'all doing building a swimming pool over there <laughs> we had good life about that didn't we? Well, he wasn't building a swimming pool when who's not gonna get anybody saved. Your extracurricular activities are not gonna get anybody saved. You taking the youth crowd down to the ball game is not gonna get them saved. I don't even know where I was at, but he said this. He said, Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, neither shalt thou steal neither shalt thou bear false witness against thy neighbor, neither shalt thou desire thy neighbor's wife. Hey, listen, he, he's, these are things that we are guilty of. Somebody said, just lie your way out of it. You won't lie your way out of it. You'll get deeper. Hey, listen, his, his commandments... And then he says, um, he says, and his judgments and his testimonies as it is written in the law of Moses. I want to tell you, Moses is a man. He's a real man that God had his hands on that took the children of Israel out of Egypt onto the land of promise. That's what his desire was. And he's a man, wasn't he? He's was a man, and he failed. He didn't get the enter in because why? Well, he failed sin. Be careful, preachers. Be careful, preachers. He said that thou mayest prosper, and, and I, this is what i want to get to. Is uh, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. That's that's prospering. I don't I don't think he's talking about money necessarily. Listen, there's nothing wrong with money. It's what we choose to do with it. Money, the Bible says, money's not the root of all evil. It says the love of it. And and if and I'll tell you, I know I don't know many wealthy people. I've known a few. And you know what they were after? More money. I thought, I met this rich man. He's going to help us on the journey. He's going to help himself on the journey. He's after more. But prospering is this, spiritual, that we might see folks come to know Christ. Isn't that wonderful? Yes, Preacher, have you ever felt anything better than to lead somebody to Jesus? Whether whether it was whether it was what you said or what somebody else said or your witness or somebody else's witness, it's a wonderful thing to get saved. Yes, you know what it's eternal? There's a lot of things I boy, I look in my yard sometimes, I say, I ain't got nothing but junk. You know what it's doing out there? Rusting? Oh, it's rusting down things are happening to it but I'll tell you what there's something inside of me that's going to last forever it's eternal and and I want to tell you this I'm a prosperous man the preacher said when I sat down over there he said man you're blessed I said I'm, I'm, I'm still blessed I, I'm, I'm I, God's blessed me God's continuing to bless me and why it's because he's God it's not because of what I've done it's because of who I am Somebody said, uh, you, you, I, I, I did, I think I was telling it, I said, look at how they're letting that boy do all that stuff. They said, you know who that boy is? I said, no. They said, that's a, that man's got all man, that's his son. I said, oh. It wasn't about what he'd done or what he could do. It's, it's whose boy he was. Hey, listen, I'm somebody's boy. You say, you old man, no, 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 I'm somebody's boy. And he loves me. And he gave himself for me. And listen, he gave himself for you. Aren't you you glad if you'll just call on the name of Jesus, he'll save you. I think uh, Wade Huntley's the first I ever heard say this. Saved from the guttermost to the uttermost. I, I bet I've heard that a million times since then. I've been saved. I'm going somewhere. Hey, listen, and then he said, not only is he a, a, he is a man convicted, he's a man called, he's a man committed. Verse 4 says, That the Lord may continue his word which he spake concerning me, saying, If thy children take heed to their way, to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul. That's, listen, that's, that's what Solomon was doing at that time. He's walking with God. You say, Solomon failed. You know, we're good to talk about old Peter, aren't we? We say, here's what Peter did. He opened mouth and inserted foot. Yeah? Well, what have you done lately? I I fail God all the time. You know what I find myself doing? Going before God in prayer? First thing is to say I'm sorry. Or would you forgive me? I messed up again. Solomon did fail. Right now, God's got him right where he wants him. Preacher, don't fail. You've come too far. And we're on the, we're on the end of this big thing. This thing's closing down. We're headed up. Isn't that amazing? The world's going to close down and God's people are going to head up. Yes. That's amazing, isn't it? But that's what's going to happen. Listen, That's what's happening. I believe that's what's taking place right now. I, I believe God's getting the church ready to get out of here. We may be small in numbers, but man, we've got a God that's mighty in stature. I, I like what, um, I forgot the name of that Anchor Baptist Church. I met the preacher and he was taking to show me. He said, Brother John, we're just a little church. We're a little church doing something big for God. I think Brother Whittemore right here a few weeks ago said, they got a ship now, not a boat, a ship. I said, that's unreal, isn't it? He said, I don't know how we're going to put fuel in it, but we got one. You know how they're going to put fuel in it? Same way they got it. God's got a plan. I'll tell you what, God's got a purpose. God's reasoned things out. Hey, listen, God's never worried about anything. Hey, he didn't worry about Shane coming here. He knew he would. Preacher Shane. I'm sorry. I, I still think he's a kid. <laughs> you see, he didn't worry about that. He knew he had a man he could count on. I wonder. Can God count on you? That's a pretty big. That's a pretty big question. Can God count on you? Can God count on you? Can He count on you? Can He count? You say, "Oh, preacher, I'm here every Sunday." I didn't ask that. I said, "Can God count on you?" Well, what if it, you know what I? I'll never forget this. I, I hadn't been saved very long. God said to me, "He said, give that preacher out right yonder fifty dollars." I said, "Lord, that's my fifty dollars." He said, that's my $50, and you give it to him. I'll never forget that. That's just as real right this very second that I'm telling it to you as it was that day almost 40 years ago. It's been almost 40 years as I gave that first $50. You know what? I hadn't forgotten it. I remember how good it felt not giving it but walking away from giving it didn't feel too good to give it. I really, even when I gave it, bro, I said that's my fifty dollars. And God said, when I walked away, don't it feel better? I said, you know what? It does feel better. I don't, I don't understand that. How can it feel better to give away? Because that's what God said to do. That's why it feels good. Hey, it, it's not, it's not always about money. I don't know, man. I'm 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 wrapping this thing up. Had an old man at, at my home church at Fairview in Spartanburg. Bill Meadows was my pastor, and he was a Davis man. And he had he was an old man. He had on a red shirt. And I told him one day, I said, I like that red shirt. That is sharp. And you know what? That Sunday night, you know what? He came with a little bag and gave it to me. You know what was in that bag? That red shirt. I'm not sure if I ever wore it or could wear it. But that doesn't make any difference. Mr. Joe Davis did what God told him to do. So what I'm saying to you, if you'll just do what God says to do, it'll all work right. I wonder this week how much you prayed for your preacher. What about that? It's easy to say, i pray for you. Isn't that easy? Boy, it's so easy. I've, I've said it to hundreds of people oh yeah I pray for you I didn't pray for all of them preacher. Just didn't. it didn't come back across my mind it didn't come back but, but listen I, I prayed for my pastor I knew he needed some help you, you know what you know what your preacher's being faced with the onslaughts of hell yeah. you, you know what he probably did for you this week he probably went down to the very depths of hell and prayed for you Warfare. Warfare. God set a man apart. 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 A man apart. And we've all been there in some fashion, some more than others. And I'll say this a pastor who's on the front lines, evangelist who's on the front lines, they're shot at regular. I'm glad we've got a shield. I'm glad there's somebody. He's in control of it all. Yes, he is. This is what I remember. He, he. You know what he said to the winds and waves? He said, "Be still." I've often wondered how he said that. Haven't you ever wondered how he said that? Be still. Be still. Doesn't really matter, does it? He said it. He said it. And I'll tell you, when he said some things to me, when he called me, preacher, it was loud. It was loud. I always wondered, how does a man know he's called to preach? I was pre-? You know I knew? God said it. God spoke to me. God loudly. I like the way... Brother Bain closed the service this morning. Didn't you like that? Repent. (laughs) That's what we need to do. Repent. Turn from our wickedness and be a real man. A real lady of faith. I'm glad that you know when we say prayer warriors we don't say men or women do we? they are prayer warriors. Because they can get in touch with God. And they have. And they do. Constantly, continually. Pray for your preacher. Thank you preacher for letting me come. I've had a great day. Good food. Good fellowship. I wasn't real sure Jared really got married. But he's got a wife.